Welcome to Behind the Backline, the podcast where we chat with merchants, brands, and industry professionals in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space about their products, services, industry trends, stories, and more. Join us now as we dig into the stories behind our favorite backline gear. Welcome to episode 26 of Behind the Backline. I'm Matt Jacoby of Active Media, and today I am talking with Jim Feck of drumart.com. Thank you for joining me today, Jim. Yeah, Matt. Thanks a lot for having me. I've been listening to the podcast um, for a bit. I'm, I'm excited to be included with some of the some of the companies that you've had on. They're, they've been great and others that I didn't know about, but who are, who are obviously doing good work. And uh, I think it's a it's a really cool thing you're doing. It's it's kind of nice to pull back the curtain a little bit and show that there, you know, there really is a man behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, thanks for the support. I appreciate it. Sure. Um, and you guys have brought, been probably one of my uh, longest running um, as a consumer um, c- companies that I've used um, just in terms of my own drum heads, which is awesome. Well, so, Thank um, you. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll return the favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you wanted to start us off with telling us a little bit about who you are and uh, what drum art does. Uh, yeah, sure. So, uh, so again, my name is Jim Feck. I'm, uh, I'm the owner um, well, my business card says I'm, what is it? Hold on. It says I'm the owner, president, CEO, CFO, COO, and janitor at drumart.com. <laughs> uh, and also we are, we have a new uh, sister company called grillgraphics.com, which is basically drum art for guitar players. Cool. Um, I run that with my partner, John, and that's uh, custom grill cloths. But, um, you know, as any, as any entrepreneur will tell you, that's the, the title is only funny because it's true. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, so we make um, custom printed front bass drum heads as the name drum art might might imply um and custom printed grill cloths now with grill graphics um you know it may not make people ask all the time like what do you do for a living and it's really kind of hard to um explain it so usually i'll just say like think buddy rich and his shield or gene krupa and the shield on the front drum head or or i don't know the beatles on the ed sullivan show or or keith moon's you know that raf like rondel thing that he had with the who or bonham's rings or whatever that's what we do um, so, you know, basically putting whatever artwork you want on a, on a, on a front bass drum head, um, for your band or for you as just personally, whatever. Um, so, you know, as for me, um, I, I live in upstate New York. I work in upstate New York. Um, I have a wife, uh, Melissa, two kids, Abby and Andy. Oh, actually three kids. As I was telling you before, we're, we're hosting a, uh, an exchange student from France this year. Arnaud. So, <laughs> so I have now three kids this year. Um, the uh, I'm a fifth generation drummer. Um, my uncle, my grandfather, my great grandfather, my great great grandfather, who was a he was like an oompa, uh, played in an oompa band in Germany in like the 1800s. Um, and actually, my son Andy is uh, he makes six generations, I guess. Um, well, as long as he practices more, he will. Um, <laughs> although that was always my problem, too. Um, amen. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is not, not an uncommon problem. Um, as for the business, um, I started drum art in 97 technically I was making, I made one for myself and you know, I go out and play shows and people are like, that's cool. Where can I get that? So I started making them for other people. Um, you know, in the beginning I was maybe doing five, 10 a month, um, in, in 97. And now this, like now we, we print hundred to 120 a week. So it's, it's grown quite a bit. Um, we have a shop, uh, up, it's in the Helderberg Mountains in upstate New York. Uh, it's about a 4,000 square foot facility. Um, you know, we, we, we produce everything here. We ship all over the world. Um, so it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a little cottage, cottage industry up here on the mountain. Um, we have six employees. Well, 
three of them are myself and my two kids. So I, I don't know how if that, how, if that qual. So it's a family business. Let's call it that. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, you know, and, and I work with a number of contract designers on project. You know, like a project by project. Um, but actually, you know what? Come to think of it, as you said before, there's actually eight employees here because we have Sparky, who's a German short hair, short hair pointer. He's our director of security, and then we have Polly, who's our new. Um, uh, she's a great Dane and she's going to, she's the assistant director of security. So that's eight employees. That's I feel much more important that way. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel that the dogs have the most important job at the, at the company? Or? <laughs> yeah, well, they, they clearly, they, they, they're morale more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you can pay them in, in, in dog food. So it's good. Yeah, um, director of cuteness wasn't as appealing either. Probably. Right. Yeah, exactly. It didn't seem quite as like imposing. I need to, you know, we have a lot of equipment here, so I got to scare people. Um, <laughs> so, and I, yeah, I mean, we, we have, uh, I mean, basically every, every print technology under the, you know, we have a, we have a four by eight foot flatbed UV printer that we direct print, you know, we print right on drum heads. Um, we have like two, two wide format, um, solvent based printers. We have 12 color aqueous printer. We have a full, uh, dye sublimation rig for, um, for the grill graphics, uh, for printing grill cloths, um, just a ton of stuff. We, and then, you know, there's a bunch of sort of support, um, equipment like four by eight. We have a three axis CNC router. We have a, a die cutting press. We have a, a you know, four by eight flatbed, tons of stuff. And not to mention a seven piece drum kit set up in the supply room. So, <laughs> so, you know, you gotta, you gotta remember where your roots are, I guess. Is that the break room? The drums? That's, well, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> Supply room slash break room. So yeah, so that's basically the company. And, and um, you know, we just, we just, just come up here and churn them out. Yeah. And I will attest to that. I mean, the fact that you guys make that many in a week and have such a quick turnaround time, I, I feel like I always have gotten mine in a few days. It's been yeah. a really quick turnaround and it's, yep. it's crazy. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. That's like my, my, my philosophy has always been just ruthless inefficiency or efficiency, ruthless efficiency. So the more efficient that we can make anything, whether it's, whether it's with a new printer or whether it's with a new person or whether it's with a new, um, you know, method, like way of doing things. I mean, I've always been sort of like, you know, my dad, my dad always, I mean, we worked together. He was a big part of this company and we worked together for many years um, until he, he died a few years ago. But he, he, one of his big things to me was he would always say, and you know, it's a, one of those tried and true things to a man with a hammer, every problem looks like a nail, right? So, <laughs> you know, you just, I never wanted to be the guy with the hammer. I always wanted to have a toolbox, you know, so that's one of the reasons that we have all these print technologies. It's one of the reasons we can turn stuff around so quickly is because depending on what you're looking for as a customer, you know, we basically have you covered. Um, if you, you know, if you want to do basically anything, I mean, we've done, you know, from Todd Suckerman's, you know, matching his, the from sticks, um, he has a, like a waterfall Babinga kit from Pearl and we matched the finish on that and printed the heads and matched the Pearl logo to the gold of the, of the, um, of the, uh, we call it the hardware. So, you know, stuff like that, we can do it. Um, or if you just want a simple white on black, you know, logo with your band name on it, we can do that. Um, and we try to, we just try to, you know, like I said, be, be, be ruthlessly efficient about every aspect of our business. And just watching the, uh, Featured head thing flip here on your website for the last half hour. Um, I can attest that I that I can't imagine there's anything you can't do. They're yeah, just no. all different. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, and it's it's. I, I like to do stuff like that. It's it takes a while. It's it's you know it it goes against the ruthlessly efficient you know sort of 
uh, philosophy or mantra that we have here because every one of those that you do takes a lot of time. Um, so, you know, but by the same token, it's fun. It keeps it interesting. Um, I remember like a couple of years ago, Mary J. Blige had a, she was doing a, a tour and she had like a picture of her where she was wearing like red sequin boots. So we, we basically made the boots actually like actual red sequins um, and, the, and her logo and stuff. And it was just fun. It was just fun to do. I mean, it's not, if somebody called me up and said, Hey, can you do this? I'd say, yeah, but it's going to cost you, you know, it's going to take two weeks or whatever. And it's going to cost X amount of money, but, but we can do all that stuff. Um, which is, which is pretty cool. And we've done dry erase boards. We've done all kinds of dry erase drum heads. Yeah. Yeah. They make it. Yep. And, and the, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> Yeah. So then, so anybody can sketch like on any, for any show, it was actually for an artist, a guy who was like a, like an illustrator. Um, so he would, he would, he would literally do an illustration for every show that they did that was either had something to do with the venue or the city or whatever. So it was pretty cool. I mean, some of the stuff he sent was as cool as anything you could come up with. And it's kind of like, you know, when, when Buddhist monks do those sand mandala things and then they, and it takes them three days and then they just pick it up and they dump it in a river. It, it was like that. It's like, dude, you just erased that. Like, <laughs> how did that feel? You know, um, but it's you know, yeah. There's there's no no end to. We've done f- more than fifty thousand heads now, and um, it's you know. So there's basically nothing we haven't done. Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna have to agree with you. I'm you know, I'm, I'm watching the, the proof here, just float in front of my my eyes. <laughs> that's well, that's only like thirty five thousand of them up there. I still I'm way behind on getting. That. So you know, but still. I was gonna say I haven't seen any repeats, which means no, yeah. this is a really long thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Like I wanted to kind of ask because uh, as uh, I've, I've been a web developer and digital guy for a while myself, yep. um, I kind of wanted to see like you you got this guy who um, I can't remember his name, but he developed um, the Flash career yes. everything to help you build these or build your own. Yep. Walk through that. How that works. Well, yeah. So I was so same same background probably. I was a I was a web developer. Um, I I I I sort of got into the web early, like in the in the early nineties, mid nineties, and then uh, parlayed that into a pretty cushy job. I was the director of um, I was a web director at Union College, which is like a like a pretty decent you know liberal arts school here in upstate New York. And um, mm-hmm. so I had a good you know it was a good gig. And I and I and you know but at the same time I was building a website for Drum Art. I was kind of kind of and, it, and that original website was basically just like fill out a form, send us your artwork, we'll take it from there. Um, and what I what I realized was, you know, we're we're missing a lot of people who don't have artwork, or we're missing people who are not like Photoshop experts or whatever. Um, so I don't have a flash background. My background was in Confusion and sort of backend development. Okay. Um, so I I um, contracted with this guy. He's the same guy who did SJC's uh, site at the time. I talked to Mike and, and, uh, he said, talk to this other guy. And I did. And, and he built this, we call it the head builder, which is essentially, um, you can either upload your own artwork and you can format the, the artwork on the website. You can resize it. You can change the background color. You can add ports, add, add, uh, drum manufacturer logos. I mean, you know, you name it, move stuff around, whatever it's drag and drop. It's pretty simple. It's not, you know, it's not Photoshop. Um, but it's not supposed to be. Um, but then as part of that, I thought, well, there's this whole other group of people who doesn't have, or who don't have, uh, you know, like camera ready to go artwork. Um, I don't want to leave them out. So we, we built this whole other thing with a back end connection to a huge, uh, uh, stock, uh, image and photo and, and illustration repository. And so if you go to our cat, so there's three sort of channels, 
uh, that you can you can use to purchase a drumhead, which is you know you can upload your own artwork and format yourself. You can go through our catalog, which has I think now upwards of like seventy or eighty million images in it, um, and you can go through. You basically can search like let's say your band name is the I don't know the Big Dogs, so you search Big Dogs. Um, and you'll come up with literally tens of thousands of images that you can choose to use on your drum head. You click the one you want, it loads into the, into the head builder, and then you can add text, you can change colors, you can resize, you can move stuff around, you can rotate, you can add ports, the whole nine. Um, and that to me was the, was the gateway to a larger, uh, a much larger, um, you know, customer base. Uh, and it's worked out that way. I would say a quarter to a third of the heads that we receive, well, actually, probably three quarters or more, maybe, maybe 80% um, come through the head builder. So, so people either upload their artwork and format it themselves, or they go through the catalog and do the formatting that way. Um, and then, you know, but it's this, it's this group of people who are not Photoshop experts. They don't have their own artwork. They just want cool, you know, like a cool design. Um, and they, they have that you can do in the head builder. Um, and then the third way that you can place your order is, you can say, you know what, I'm not computer savvy, whatever, I don't, I, 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 however, whatever it is, you can go through a third order process, which is essentially leave it to us, which is, you know, tell us what size drum you have, how many ports you want, if you want port protectors, and then send us your artwork and we'll take it from you. Um, and we'll do the formatting, we'll clean it up, we'll resize it, we'll do all the stuff that, you know, people don't necessarily have the tools or the experience. So yeah, it's, it's just been, you know, it was, and, and, and actually we're in the process right now of redesigning that whole thing, not in Flash. That's the one downside of it is that it's in Flash. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, we're taking it out of Flash. That's underway right now. Um, so it'll be accessible um, on all platforms, mobile platforms, um, and then as well as uh, from from what I understand from our developer, we're going to be able to layer artwork. So if you want to have like upload your own back or use say a background from the catalog, but upload your own like PNG file or whatever of your band logo. Your band, you know, so let's say you have some some separate logo you want to put on top of that, you'll be able to do that. So stuff like that. So it's it's going to be pretty pretty advanced compared to what's what's there now. Gotcha. I'm not sure if I've even actually used that. I think I may have even submitted on the old way. Yeah, if I remember right. But you know, yep. either way, no, that's it's great that you can uh, take the take that that control you know yeah. out of their hands or or let them or give it to them so that they're not yeah. uh, relying on somebody else to do the artwork. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we, you know, we try to, we try to, again, it's, it's about being efficient, you know, when, when, when there's that iterative back and forth of like, oh no, I want this changed and no, can you move this there? Can you add a port? Can you delete a port? You know, it just takes time. And when you're churning out a hundred plus of these a week, um, it, it's, you know, that's tough and, and, you know, it's not for everybody. I mean, it's, we, and we get this, we get people who are genuinely frustrated and, and angry that we're not like able to kind of call them and talk, talk them through it, which is, you know, I, I get that, um, but we have a hundred other customers at any given time who didn't do that and don't need that, and they are trying to pay the same amount of money. You know what I mean? So it, it's just uh, we we tend to we tend to farm that out to um, we have a we have a probably half a no actually probably eight or ten um, uh, uh, designers that we use like graphic designers that we use, um, and we'll just say, look, we can do it. We can give you this. You know, we can send you. Um, information or on, you know, from a person who is good at this type of artwork or this type of design and you can work with them and then, and then upload what you, but we just don't have the, we just don't have the ability to do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like in-house, in but it works out really well. Those, those designers are people that we've worked with for literally decades. Um, so it's, you know, and they love it because they're, you know, their day job might be with, I don't know, like Symantec or whatever, but, but during the, during the evening hours, they're happy to, 
take a hundred bucks here and there and, you know, churn out a cool design for somebody. And usually people are happy to pay it. Some are not, you know, it's just like any other creative thing, like, you know, play my bar for free, you know, mm-hmm. like that you get, you get the pay to play, you know, th- thing. And it's like, well, no, wait a minute. We're, we're bringing people into your venue. You got to pay us. Um, and it's, it can be the same with designers, you know, Oh, what do you mean it's going to cost me a hundred bucks for two hours of your time? You know, it, so it kind of, there, there's that, there's that part of it. And the thing that, that burns me more, most about that is, wait a minute, you guys are musicians, you people, not guys, but you know, men and women, you're musicians, you know, there's value to creativity, you know? Um, so, you know, don't, don't, don't balk when somebody says, yeah, I mean, you know, I can't just do this for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't even, it, that happens so infrequently um, that it's really not an issue, but it happens enough that it's frustrating. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a similar story across the country. I, I, yeah. I, can, I can relate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you can. Exactly. Yeah. That's- so, yeah. So out of, uh, you know, it's hard to pick out of, what do you say? 50,000 plus now. Yeah. Um, any uh, favorites that are truly proud works of art or that just happen to make your wall? Is there like a requirement <laughs> that they make your wall? Yeah, well, no, I, I don't, I generally don't, um, I generally don't reprint anything ever for anyone, including myself. I, I, um, I'm, I'm pretty like, I don't know, uptight about, you know, that's their, that's your artwork. I don't own it. You own it. So we don't really tend to reproduce stuff. Um, I will say I, I, one of the very, very first, Actually, the very first big client um, that we had was uh, Bill Kreutzmann from The Grateful Dead. And Bill is a, uh, he's a digital artist as well as obviously one of the drummers for The Dead. And he wanted to put his own digital creations on his drum and he's still using them. I mean, this was, honestly, this was 20, uh, it was 17 years ago. Um, So, and so that's a testament to how long they last too. But anyway, um, so if you've seen The Dead, you've seen these heads. and. it was, it was really funny because like those are ones where at the beginning I was like, Oh man, I just I really, I really want to print those out and have them. You know what I mean? Just so I can have them. But, um, I didn't do it. And he, he actually was gracious enough after, uh, after Katrina hit, we, um, we did this thing where we basically contacted some of our bigger clients and asked them if we could reproduce their heads and auction them off, um, for, for, you know, for hurricane relief. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was gracious enough to say yes. And we raised 10 grand, mm-hmm. uh, and then it was matched by, um, the Mr. Holland's Opus foundation. So we raised like $20,000, but, um, he, you know, his are ones that I would be proud to have on my wall. Um, you know, if we're going to do that, but yeah. And, and actually as an, as another sort of a side to that story, um, I'm, you know, I'm, I grew up in the eighties. I'm a, I was a, I was a big yes fan and the call that came in to, um, from, from, from Bill's, uh, like handler, man, not manager, but you know, whatever they call those guys, they're his assistant, mm-hmm. um, was essentially, um, Hey, this is so-and-so I represent Bill Kreutzman. He got your name from Alan White of yes. And he wants some drum heads made. And I was like, Oh, that's really cool. Thanks. I was like, you know, yeah, sure. We'll have it help. And we went through the whole process. And then I got off the phone and like the kids were young and my wife was like, the hell was that? You know, cause I like left the room, you know, I had to be real quiet. I had to be professional. You know, I had to make them think that like, this was a big, big company. <laughs> like, what was that all about? And I was like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. That was, you know, that was, that was this guy. And Bill Kreutzman wants this thing done. And, and, um, and Alan White from yes, gave him my number and I've never done anything for Alan White. And I have no idea how the hell Alan White has my phone number, <laughs> but somehow that like that, and it goes to the smallness of the, of the music industry. And, you know, 
somebody must've told him that we had done something for somebody down the, you know, in the past. And I was like, Holy crap. You know, this was like, you know, it was, it was just cool. It was one of those moments where I was like, this, this might actually work. And my wife was like, this might actually work. So, <laughs> Isn't it a great feeling when you're like, Oh, I hit that. I, I've made yeah. it. <laughs> it was out of nowhere. It was like, it was like eight o'clock on a Tuesday. You know, <laughs> it was like, it was just a bizarre, it was, it was just bizarre. It was very strange, but. Um, Have you done one for yes now? I don't think so. No, I, we've okay. done, we've done them for yes. Cover bands, obviously a million of them, but um, I don't think we've done it, actually done them for yes. And I don't know, I don't even know how that came to be. I'm not, I'm not even sure. I still don't know. You know, I don't, I, mean, I don't know Alan White. He doesn't know me. So I, I just don't know how that happened. <laughs> he just happens to have your phone number for some I guess. <laughs> I probably, so what, a lot, what happens with a lot of these bands is that the drummers will, will, so like, you know, we've done work with, I mean, countless big bands. Um, and normally what happens is that the drummer will get, like a number for for a company or they'll say, I want this done. Here's a company. Or, you know, he might've been on tour with somebody who had, who he had done one for, or he may have seen one or he may have known somebody. I mean, these, everybody knows everybody. Um, and then somebody might've said, Oh, I should get, you know, I should do that. And then never did or, or gave it to their, to their management company and their management company said, Oh no, we work with tour supply on everything. So, so we're going to just get it through them or whatever. You know, there's, you just don't know how these connections get made or missed. Um, but it was it was one of those things where it was just like oh my god that's you know okay I'll I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> so how has it like you know you've been going since '97? How has it been yeah. to uh, balance the growth of this with uh, uh, well five job titles and then a sixth <laughs> if, if you're adding your family on top of it? What's what's the uh, growth process been like? Well, you know it's funny that I mean that's a that's a as any entrepreneur will tell you you know you don't do this because you it's not a job. Yeah. You know, this is, this is like, this is a passion. It's something that I enjoy. Um, it's something that I would do anywhere. I'd do something. I, it's funny. I remember going to a, a, like a, like a, like a, like a career coach early on. Cause I, when I was, I worked, I did the, I was at union, uh, and doing drum art until 2008. Um, and it just became untenable. I just couldn't do it anymore. And I had to decide, okay, am I going to leave this cushy job where my kids get to go to school for free, you know, when they get old enough or, or am I going to try and give this a shot? And it was, it was literally, and I'm not lying, literally two weeks before Lehman Brothers tanked. Um, mm. And so we, I'm like, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. Screw it. I'm doing it. And, uh, and I put in my notice and I left union and I bought, you know, well, actually we had a mortgage on the house. Anyway, we bought our second mortgage. We bought a, I bought a big printer. I was doing that anyway. I'm like, I'm just going to do this. We're going to do it. And then Lehman Brothers tanked and we were, we, I mean, I went like ghost white and, you know, I looked at my wife. She's luckily she's very, she's got a very good job. And that was, that was very helpful at that time. But, um, I was like, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? And the funny thing was, um, what happens in times of stress, I'm convinced just from my own experience is that people go and they do what they love. Right. So people love to play drums. They go play drums. People, you know, if you're stressed out, you go do what you like. And our price point is such that, you know, it, we're not, it's not like a super heavy lift. So, you know, you want to spend on it. You're going to buy a new bass drum head anyway. It's going to be 50 bucks. So what's another 50 bucks or 40 bucks or whatever to get one that has exactly what I want, you mm -hmm. know? And so we, when I had all my time to dedicate to and focus on the business, we exploded during that time. I mean, it was like, it was unbelievable. Um, but to your, to your question about balance, you know, that's a tough thing. I mean, when you, when you have, I mean, I'm sure you live in it every day too. When you have this, this, this thing that you're trying to cultivate and build, um, and then you also have this other thing you're trying to cultivate and build like your family or your 
hobbies or whatever you've been I mean, like I bowed out of bands you know I don't I don't I haven't played in a band in probably four or five years now um, which is tough but you know you make these decisions when my kids get older and out of the house then maybe I'll do it again um, so you know that's you just you, you just you balance by balancing there's no other you know it's like you do by doing there's no other way around it yeah no I <clears throat> I'm living living your dream now a few years yeah. later but uh, yeah it's the last couple of years of doing this and it's 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 still you know a little bumpy and um, yeah, but it's, it's, it's definitely better than it was two years ago so that's yep. always a plus <laughs> well and that's and I think that that's what happens and and you know like you before we started talking on the recording whatever you had asked about about repeat customers I mean that is you know you don't get repeat customers until you get customers right mm -hmm. yeah. so you know so once you get cut then you start to build this critical mass where you know, where people just, they just come to you, you know, and that's just because that's what, you know, that you've done good work for them. They know that you're an honest person. They know that you're earnest and you do good work for, you know, for a reasonable price, whatever. That's how you build a clientele. Um, and, you know, it takes time and it takes effort and it takes, you know, it takes sacrifice and all those things. But eventually it does become, you know, it does become not, I don't want to say self-sustaining, um, mm -hmm. but it just becomes less work. Yes. Uh, or less of that type of work anyway. Or at least less janitorial and more super <laughs> low, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, sadly, no, uh, yes, yes. Um, and, you know, the, and I think that, that that's, you know, it. I, I definitely have been able to, uh, you know, moving moving up to this, to our building now has given us the ability to expand. I mean, when you're, when you're in manufacturing, space is always sort of a big consideration. Um, these, these machines are big, like huge. I couldn't fit, I couldn't fit our UV printer in my garage. You know, so oh, there's the dog. It sounds like somebody's here. The director of security just informed me. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, but you know, so it's it's uh, with manufacturing. That's one of the big issues is that you just you need to have some. There he is again. Um, you need to have some space to uh, to you know to expand and and it nothing nothing happens quick. Well, I mean, some things happen quickly, I guess, but that hasn't been my experience. Yeah. How long have you been in this um, location? Uh, five, four or five years now. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. So, and we filled every damn corner of this place too. So, you know, it's just, it's like, you know, we keep, keep, you just, you're like, oh, you know, I, I, now I need a router. Now I need a whatever, you know, like you just find, I don't know. It's, it's, there is something to be said for having, for constraints, you know, because <laughs> you don't, you don't get to, you don't get to just do everything you want all the time. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, as soon as you buy a bigger house, then yep. it's like, oh, you accidentally fill it. Fill it. Yep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We moved a couple of years ago and we're like, oh, we're going to maintain the stuff that yeah. we have and not add to it. Like, oops, uh -huh. how did that happen? I don't know. Yeah. Well, our kids are, are are 16 and 14 now. So we're like looking down the barrel of, uh, of empty nesting. And I'm like, how are we going to get rid of all this crap so we can downsize as soon as he's out the door? Like that, you know, it's just, I don't know. It, it's a, it's, it's a tough I mean, it, you know, first world problems, right? <laughs> exactly. And you can just sell a house, can't you? And just move into the manufacturing yeah, right. yeah. space. Yeah. That's how yeah. it works. Yeah. <laughs> I can put a bed in here. <laughs> hey, it's it's your passion. You're you're surrounded yeah. by it all the time, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, that was honestly, it's funny. When, when like I used to joke that my commute was 50 feet because we have like a, I have an, uh, an outbuilding outside, you know, on my, on my property. And that was where the shop was. And it was like 800 square feet. And I filled every part of that and it was, I was hanging stuff from the ceiling, but my commute was 50 feet and that was great, but it was also awful because my commute was 50 feet. <laughs> you know, so I just like, Oh, an email came in. I better go out there and deal with it. You know? Um, and you know, there is something to be said for like uh, you know, like a buffer. Um, yeah. But again, it takes time. <clears throat> um, 
You you couldn't also track any um, taxes for the or uh, do the mileage log for yeah, right uh, exactly tax time, right. It's like I'm I'm just yeah, walking. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Well, um, before we wrap up, I kind of wanted to let you get a chance to uh, share the website, or social media, and let people sure. know where they can find you. Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, the website, well, there's two, you know, the two websites are drumart.com and grillgraphics.com. Um, grillgraphics is just getting off the ground. It's we're really excited about it. Um, I mean, you know. You look at you look at you look at how well we've done with drummers who are very cool and very humble, and then you think about guitar players who are egomaniacs, and you know they're all about themselves, and that's all they want to do is look good and be be, be the center of ten. No, I'm kidding. Send all, compla- send all complaints to Matt Jacoby. <laughs> they're always kicking. They're always kicking and right feeling their waist and uh, what's going on. <laughs> no, but we're just you know we're our hope is that that by providing something that's easy to easy to install and easy to easy to use and all that stuff that guitar player we're we're all about sort of integrating the the the, the stage you know the the, the state the look on the stage so um so anyway grillgraphics.com drumart.com um and uh yeah check out our gallery check out the the, the catalog of images i mean any any questions any, anybody's always in, welcome to email me directly to drumart.com or just fill out on the website whatever so i just awesome. uh, yeah i just really appreciate the uh the opportunity beyond um no, just, yeah this is great yeah, it was great to have you. And I just, I just got to say <clears throat> before I go, um, I like the idea of um, cohesive branding on the on the stage. And uh, next will be okay. keyboards. Um, you know, if people yep. still use keyboards on stage, depending yep. on the genre. Um, and uh, yeah, just kind of having that uh, the, the drum head should carry throughout, and that makes yep. that makes well, sense. The, you know, the thing <laughs> is this: you're you're on stage, you're going, you're dragging this crap all up on stage anyway. Yeah. Why would you want a black drum head? Why would you want empty grill? You know, uh, grill cloths. It, it's you know, how many times have you been in a venue or a, or a, at a show and, and been like you know in a bar and you know scream at the person next to you, who is this? And then they're like, I don't know. You know, if you have your stuff on on your equipment that you're dragging up there anyway, what? Who wouldn't do that? Yeah. <laughs> so most anyway. people don't, most people don't carry those giant like um, <clears throat> expandable banners or anything where they just no. place it around the well, bar. And <laughs> you don't have you don't have time. You know, yeah. you're trying to. You got three bands on the bill, especially if you're playing. I mean, for 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 cover bands maybe, but for, for original music. You're 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 get five ten minutes to get off the stage, you know. So mm-hmm. I just the way we've always looked at it is that this is this is really a, a, a way to brand your band and get your name out there and get it in front of people. And oh, by the way, it looks cool and they last forever. So as long as the logo is readable and it's not yeah. just letters and just an image, and you're like, I don't know who it is. It's just a picture, just a picture. <laughs> well, that's you know that's a funny thing because there there is another there's a whole other group of people that we that we do work for, and those are the people who just they just want. They just want something custom. They just want something that they can make that can be their own. Um, and you know, so you go buy an instrument, you go buy a drum kit, and it has a really cool finish. But it's the same finish that you can any number of people can buy or have. The way you make that yours is by you know putting drum art on. Mm-hmm. At least that's art. That's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Works for me, and I got two of them to prove it. So <laughs> I, well, I appreciate it. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, yeah, it's been great having you again, and uh, look forward to buying my next head again. <laughs> well, that's great. Thanks, Matt. I really appreciate it. Yep, no problem. Thank you for listening to Behind the Backline, brought to you by Octave Media, an inbound marketing agency focused on helping music merchants develop an automated solution to increase website sales. You can find Octave Media at www.octave.media. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or Google Play Music to learn more about great products and companies in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space. And be sure to leave a review to let us know what you thought of this episode. We encourage you to share us with your friends and colleagues via social media, and we'll see you next time. Take care.
Hey guys, Matt here from Behind the Backline. I recently released a free on-demand training called Three Steps to Drumming Up More Website Sales. During the nine minute video, you'll learn the secrets to streamline your brand's image and dramatically increase your website sales. If you're a music brand or a retailer and you want to increase your website sales, go to active.media slash drum offer today. That's active.media slash drum offer. And thanks for listening to Behind the Backline.